Dave Caldwell, Falkery Sports Center, and Scarab Bay Queens Radio. Good afternoon, everyone. You're welcome once again to Sports Center here on Scarab Bay Queens Radio in association with Derek Credit Union on 88.3 FM and 92.7 FM and on the tuning app. And on today's show, I'm John as always by co-presenter Pat McNamara. On today's show, it's GA, Camogie and Rugby. And we're going to be joined on the line in a moment uh, by St. Joseph's man, one of our endless here on Scarab Bay Queens Radio, uh, Patsy Fahey. And then we're going to be joined in studio by a member of our Sportsline team here, uh, our, one of our new commentators, uh, Gerard Deveni, but he's in here in the guise of manager of the Scarif Kildu Benanet rugby team as they prepare for a very important semi-final at the Martin Sullivan Cup in Cravensfield tomorrow against Castle Island of Kerry. And now we're joined on the line, as we said, by uh, one of our regular analysts here on Scarif Community Radio. It, it's Patsy Fehi uh, from St. Joseph's All Ireland Medal winner, coach to many, many teams, former Clare uh, Camogie manager as well. So, Patsy, you're welcome once again to Scarif Community Radio. Thanks, lads. Appreciate right, it. Thank Patsy, you. Good to hear from you again. Patsy, I suppose, uh, first of all, look at like ourselves, uh, you were down in, in Mellow last weekend for the, the Munster Senior Club Camogie final. Unfortunately, disappointment for the Clare side, for the local side here, uh, Scarif Ogunlow. Second best in, in, in to Drummondage. Yes, absolutely, uh, Leo. Um, look, at, it was a, it was an it was a, an enjoyable occasion. I must say, um, you know, it's we went down there, you know, hoping for the best, you know, um, hoping to see uh, the, the best out of Scarlett which I, I'd say the girls and probably management just didn't get, Leo. And you know, when you get to that when you get to that final stage of of Munster, and no matter what province you're you're from, you nearly have to be at your best. And unfortunately for Scarif, just a few of them were off form. I thought in the day, um, I thought the better team won. There was no question about that. Uh, I suppose at half time, someone asked me what you think, and I was kind of a little bit worried at half time. We had five points on the board, I suppose from from a clear point of view, as was Scarif Gunlow, and four of them were from freeze, and we were hanging in there. A uh, couple of opportunities, maybe Leo and Pat, to maybe take a score. And were passed up for maybe goal opportunities, and it did it, it, it didn't happen. And I suppose maybe come towards the end of the match, as I said to the guy I was with, that um, you know that maybe the few points that that they could that passed up in the first half would have been very much appreciated in the second half, and scores were, were hard to come by. Uh, I thought the, the short the, a bit of the short passing. Um, uh, it just was a little bit strange, I suppose, uh, Leo. Um, on the day, on the day, on the day, I was in it, yeah. Yeah, the ball should have gone a bit more direct, in my view, into the full forward line. I thought Aoife Power was having was having a good day, especially in the second half. She got a couple of early scores and probably for 15, 15 minutes they didn't didn't see a ball after that. Um, you know, so that was that was probably the the, the 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 deciding factor in it that maybe they were a bit more direct from an inch. And in fairness to when they got the ball, especially, you know, Neve Tracy, I suppose number 14 full forward, and maybe uh, the centre forward Dan Everson. You know, they were they were they were they were they were kind of really ruthless in their finish as well. And in fairness to them, they finished the game strong a little bit of physicality as well Leo I suppose we, we, you, you, you could see that maybe the Scarif were, were just maybe not physical enough for them um, that's just you know, the way it is I mean you know not everyone can have the, the physicality as well as skill and, and, and speed and all that kind of stuff but just the way the conditions were it was it was just a day for a little bit more phys, phys, physical stuff and uh, in fairness of drum and inch they, they had that I suppose yeah. here, you know and Patsy Patsy to develop that point a little bit further Patsy um, on winter conditions uh like Sunday last and last spring below in Clonmel and that horrible, horrible winter's day against Owlert. Both days, Scarafunlo are lacking physicality and I suppose it is one of the things they'll have to address as they go on because 
when you go to that, as you said a minute ago, to the either Munster finals or any tra- pra- provincial final or an All Ireland semi final series, you're going to meet absolute physicality. And also, girls who have maybe no mercy and referees tend to let more go as you go late in the year. So, do you think it's something Scarif need to develop? And do you think they have it in them to develop that physicality? I think it was a major issue. Yeah, look, it's not easy to find, uh, Pat. You know, it's not easy to find. I mean, we, we, we'd love to, to have a magic wand in, yeah. in any in anything. I've been involved in Camogie myself for many time, and you'd love to be able to sprinkle a bit of dust around it and, and gather that physicality. Now, whether Scarif have it in the locker, maybe have it in the subs bench, I wouldn't be privy to that. I suppose, you know, that, that people on the, on, in the know would know that. But just looking at the at the field itself, yes, definitely there was there was a difference in the in the physicality and the makeup of the team. Look, you get away with it probably in Clare at times, you know, um, a few things that, that, that obviously Scarlett for Gunnar were doing has served them well. Mm. You know, uh, three county championships, uh, a couple of monsters, you know, it's been, been fantastic few years for Scarlett for Gunnar. Let's not take that away from them. But just unfortunately on the day when, when uh, look, maybe it's a clear thing as well, lads, you know, that we, we in Clare, uh, Camogie, we just don't score enough at times. You know, and that, and that just proves proves the point again. Other teams in other counties, they just have a, a little bit more of the of the, of the, of the scoring prowess. As I suppose, as I say, we we in Clare and Spears to Scarif were relying on the, on the, on the place ball a lot of time on on uh, on on Sunday. I thought the referee really did a great job. I must say to to in, in, enhance the game. I thought there was around two or three minute period there in the second half where everyone was on the edge of their seats. The ball was up and down the field. There was tackles flying in. You know, everyone one in fairness including Scarlet for Gunlow players obviously they were diving at balls trying to block yeah. them down they put the put their bodies on the line and it was just unfortunate that you know that again like some of the some of some performances there are outstanding you know in fairness to Linda Daly I thought midfield was absolutely she put herself on the block all day long you know Susan Daly full back you know they had to fight a few fires back there as well I thought the backs you know in fairness they tried ferociously hard you know, and, and in fairness, 14 points isn't a massive score to give up, I suppose. At this time of year, you would say when you get over to, into that territory, yes, it would be. But, they can, you know, no goal conceded again. You know, it, it's uh, it's down to some, some, some great backs, great goalkeeping as well. You know, it just didn't happen in the forwards. Um, you know, the, a few of the girls were a little bit off form. And in fairness to the, to the drum and inch backs, like there was a bit of hurt there, obviously, from last year. And, um, you know, they, 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 they showed the occasion, you know, that, that they wanted it because they know... I suppose if they lost this one, I suppose lads, maybe there was no coming back for this for for, for drum and inch, maybe you know, and and that showed as well as well on, on Sunday. So you have to you have to you have to t- tip your hat to them as well. Well, and having said that, you know, Elfie, it's not all doom and gloom. You know, Scarif, Patsy Scarif, you know, minor A champions, senior champions, two in a row. You know, they have plenty to work on, Patsy. Oh yeah, oh there's no question about that. There's no question about that. I mean, look at the big panel there as well. You know, a couple of girls there coming on there. You know, there, there was a there was a love there was a switch up there between uh, uh, Bonnie Wiley Murphy there and uh, I think it was Holly McGee. There, there was nothing lost there in that in that switch. Like and they, they kind of came on. She came on and um, uh, Wiley Murphy came on. You know, so the, 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 there's no change in that. The backs look very solid. There's no question about that. You know, up to midfield, it's just maybe just that that little forward Maraid probably didn't have the the best day at the office, but she was a Mac one after last year getting that late goal as well you know she, she didn't have room to, to turn you know um, you know so when Maraid your one of your chief scoring th- threats is probably held in check other people have to step up to the plate you know I thought uh, O'Donnell um, the wing forward tried valiantly hard just this, uh, you know it's just it was very difficult on the day to, to, to get anything more against 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 them they get the halfback line from Drummond Inch and like I said 
when it did break down in that middle middle third, it, it is punished at this level severely hard because they went direct a lot of the time and put put the put the Scarif Gunlow backs under pressure. It just didn't go in fast enough, in my view, at times. And maybe if management or, or maybe you know maybe uh, had it all to do again, they'd want to get it in a bit quicker, especially uh, you know on the day that was in it, tough conditions. You know that when it did break down, when the short pass did break down, uh, uh, when it was turned over, it's very hard to get it back from from a direct ball going into the full forward line like, like uh, Drummond and doing. And did, as you said, Patsy, you know, the forwards just didn't get time and trodden from lack of effort in that, you know, and, and they were trying their socks off. There's no doubt about that. They were working their socks off to get on the ball. But just Drummond Inch just swarmed in numbers. Yes, and I suppose, you know, there was a key uh, a key incident in the second half, I suppose, that Jennifer Daly got in. You know, she snapped the lovely ball, ran through. You know, it was a great chance for a goal. She just put it over the bar. You know, if that went in, it would have given Scarif and a shot of life and probably put him up by two or three points instead of a point. You know, so that was actually a, a vital turning point of the game. You know, if that goal had had got in again, who knows where where, where the game would would have taken? Would have been a bit of panic on the Drummond Inch side of it. That kind of was a bit of a let off for Drummond Inch and. I suppose six points in a row, maybe to finish the game, just shows you how well Drummond Inch finished. And like you said, there there was no no let up in Scarif. Don't, don't let's not let's not for those who weren't there. It was it was it was all systems go all the way to the end from the girls. It was just that like it was very very hard, like you said, to get any any bit of space in the forward line. The referee, you know, allowed a bit of physicality as well, which probably suited Drummond Inch. Like there was a, there was probably a foul and race scandal at one stage there. You know, that she was trying to get in. I think there was a trip. You know, he was letting things go at that stage anyway, and the ball kind of broke, broke, broke free, and there was a throw in, and kind of Drummond Inch salvaged, you know, what could have been a, a leading score for Scarif at times. Everything was so crucial. Like there, there wasn't much you could say that Scarif going to missed. It was just that they didn't get time to to <coughs> to take on take take on the players and maybe get that free shot that they were used to probably in in in, in maybe a clear championship. And Pasty, just maybe to to talk in general for a second. Uh, the game of Camogie itself, watching that game, the last that you mentioned, a period there in the second half, it was up and down the field, it was about some great girls creased, ref let things go on, we all really enjoyed it, the commentary was exciting, and the crowd were really involved, and it was a brilliant passage, but like, just to make a general point, the game of Camogie today, it, like games like that, the count, the inter-county games, the All-Ireland Finals and semi-finals, no comparison with the game of 10 or 15 years ago, hardly any, it's an amazing game. Oh, just- is cracking stuff. I mean, I'm, I'm personally, I, I went up to watch the Galway County final there a couple of weeks ago between um, Sarsfields and Ormore Murray. It was absolutely brilliant game. 2-11, 2-9 Sarsfields. Like Sarsfields are the real deal. And that's where the forwards come into play. That's where the direct, the direct camogie comes into play. You really saw it in that Galway County final. If I can just give you a little, a little a kind of an insight into it, like when a ball is is in around the midfield area, they instinctively know to hit that ball into the into the full forward line. There's there's runners everywhere, you know, and there's there's a little bit of space being created by the inside line. It was just fantastic to watch. It was a brilliant county final, you know. And I watched the Sarsfields, I watched the Owlart the Ballocks up 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 close, and 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 and, and they have been at matches from. from from, from their games it's just fascinating at the moment to watch the, the, the top players like these are club club teams but there's top players in all these club teams and Scarif can put, the, put their hands up and say they're, they're one of the top teams in the country as well you know but unfortunately it just wouldn't, wouldn't to be in the, in, 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 on, on Sunday but 
they have definitely taken it to another level in Clare. You know, it's 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 a fair achievement to win to win to win county championships in Clare. There's 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 some fair outfits out there, and Scarlet can hold their heads up high and say, you know, another fantastic year for him. But just in general, I agree with you that Camogie's gone very sight now, and that's why you know the likes of myself is following it a lot, and and the likes of year doing matches and all that kind of stuff on it. It has gone to another level now, of course, lads. Yeah, and, and Petsy, as you say, you know, you, you talk about doing well at, at, at club and that outside. We turn. What is the difference in with our county team? You know that it's something that we need to transfer to the county team to get performances. You know, the, the, there's no doubt that plenty of players there, and but the county team, you know, okay, got to won the Munster Junior Championship last year. We're beating the Munster Senior Final. However, came into the Senior Championship and just didn't perform and ended up in a relegation battle where they, they, they put off the, uh, down to the intermediate grade. What's your thoughts on that, thoughts on that Petsy? My thoughts are, it's very frustrating from a, from a supporter point of view that, you know, I, I did my time maybe, you know, going back a long time ago, probably as, as player manager when they came up from intermediate. Uh, it was a case of, you know, at the time, the remit was kind of staying senior, you know, and I thought we'd done that. Um, the remit now, what we hear is, you know, you know, drive on. We need to be in the top four in the in the country. It's hard to break down the Corks, the Kilkenny's, and the Galways. There's no question about that. The, but the next stop for Clare has to be uh, the, the the fourth spot, we'll say, or another semi-final spot, we'll say, which would which, which be there. What we heard last year, lads, and you know, I I've been probably never asked this question probably on on a on a on a on a, on a, on a station before, or in or in paper print, but like. I always say, like, what's the what's the remit from from Clare last year? Conor Dolan was the joint manager with John Carmody. Um, Conor's interview last year, I never, I, I, I always remember it. He was asked, "What's the goals for and the targets for Clare Camogie this year?" And he said, "The goal was get to Croke Park." That's exactly what he said. Now the goal wasn't 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 uh, wasn't hit. Obviously, look at I've been in management many time, lads. I don't hit my goals either when I'm with a team, you know, and that that's part and parcel of it. But when you're in inter county. Like there has to be uh, accountability, and the accountability, I think, from a clear point of view, is very low. The media have a lot to answer for, lads. The media are driving a lot of this, and it's not, it's not to be pardoned the girls, but Claire, Claire's accountability level last year was get the Crow Park, and all of a sudden, then, at the end of it, like you said, there we got the relegation out of it. It was nearly like you know winning something that we survived. We preserved our senior status in Clare, all because of bad luck, um, heavy schedule, injuries. All teams go through this. And Clare need to, how, how would I say, man up now, we'll say. And that's not from the girls now. This is, this is management and this is county board level. And say, lads, it's time to go to the next level now. I think, I think we're nearly in this kind of nearly last chance saloon now for Clare Camogie. Because John Carmody's taken over on his own now. Um, you know, uh, Conor Dolan obviously had high expectations. Uh, we don't hear why Conor left or why he wanted to go away. We we we, we never hear any of that from 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 a supporter's point of view. Um, you know that why he left was the joint manager a wrong choice. You know was was the whole thing um, a mistake to go in as both as as a senior and a junior. Um, but they're going back to say, they're going back to say we can do Petsy. Yeah, 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 yes, yeah, and that's probably John. Probably, you know, probably, probably saw it was maybe an easier setup to do. Now, I went for the kind of junior uh, Kamogi job uh, probably last year. I put my name in the in the ring, um, but I heard that Claire wanted to go along the ways of the 
how they say the the, the the joint the joint trend the training between the juniors and the seniors. So I pulled out straight away when I heard that because I know you you were never going to get you were never going to get the job. Um, we got an email earlier on the year uh, to say that the management had pulled out, and anyone who has uh, um, aspirations to be clear senior manager, could you email the county board or or get in touch or something like that? And it was pretty quickly known that the job wasn't available. That, that the likes of myself or whoever wanted to go for the job, no one knows who actually went for the job, but that John Camry would ha, had got it, right. So that email was probably you know, something that was just put out there, just to, I don't know, show, show a face that the that the, there was the job a vacant, and when we want we want names. But John has got it, right. And John is a good guy. I work with John myself. Uh, John knows the commodity scene inside out. Uh, he's on his own, which I think is a is a good is a good is good good job because I don't agree with this giant manager. You have to have a gaffer. You have to have a guy who who's who's heading a responsibility and takes accountability of it, you know. And um, you know, let's hope we get all the players who 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 clear need to be playing Camogie in for the county put on the jersey this year because we're not getting that in Clare and there's something seriously wrong that we're not getting the best players for Clare it was already said last year by the management that best how would I say maybe up to 15 or 16 players to play for Clare and they, they declined for for whatever reason look at I'm not privy to information but what I was told this year by a lot of players is they expected a clear out they expected maybe a new voices, new opinions, and new everything, and maybe that would re- refresh the whole thing. So that's why I'm saying to you guys and and families who are listening to this, it's probably nearly last chance to now for Claire to get off this night. Don't forget now, last year, lads, what a, a chance to get out of a group. Like we had a great start, uh, a great point away away against Tipperary. Okay, a tough game against Cork away from home. It's going to be very hard to win that anyway. But what a dream finish. Uh, Wexford at home. Dublin at home and then Watford at home and we could not win any of them games and all we heard was excuses that's what we heard as soon as the Wexford game was over and that whistle blew and we lost to Wexford we heard excuses that the schedule was too hard against the girls so we kept hearing about this epic Munster final that we lost I've been involved in Clare Camogie Munster finals are great let's go for silverware but they're not the be in and end all no one can remember who won the Leinster, uh, Leinster final last year, I'm sure, in, in Cedar Wexford, but I don't know. But at the end of the day, you do know who gets to All-Ireland semi-finals and finals. The ultimate goal is the All-Ireland series. So why put all the eggs in one basket into a Munster final, you know, instead of maybe minding your panel, getting them ready, getting them prepared for week on week, which is the Camogie Championship in a nutshell. It, it has to be done better. And if the management don't, organize it better to save the girls we're going to constantly hear excuses and it's like a free shot every time Claire lose it's like they win because the media always give them a, a get out clause that there's injuries we can see that a late goal we weren't at full strength the schedule is up against the girls it's very difficult it's time now to stop the excuses Claire Camogie have to get up to a level and compete with the Kikinis the Corks you know and the Galvez of this world and compete with them but also you must be beating the Dublins, the Watfords at home and Wexfords. Wexford came off a savage beating before they came up against Clare. Clare were, were, were nicely favourites to win that game. And it was a shocker that we lost that game. And ultimately proved very, very costly. And then we ended up in relegation. And thanks for the God we, we survived that because Clare going down to an intermediate level would, would have knocked the stuffing out of Clare Camogie. And for the likes of Scarafagunda, the true Talaras of this world, there's some absolutely fantastic club teams out there with some brilliant players. And it's time they were managed properly now. And I hope we see the best players playing for Clare this year. 
And Patsy, just go back to your point you made at the beginning there about maybe choosing a manager. And, and let's, uh, let's all agree, I agree with you for 100%. I think John Carmody is a very, very decent smoky guy, very, very knowledgeable and very, very good and, uh, and well-liked and, 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 and we wish him well. But do you think <clears throat> the administrators, when they're advertising these posts, should leave it open, say, say you get like a three or four maybe people apply or five. Should they then interview those people and let the people who have applied bring their own teams with them. So that if it was you, for instance, had applied, that when they come back to you, they would ask you who are your selectors, your strength and conditioning, your, 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 your whatever, all the people you have with you. Or should the administrators be able to pick people to work with the manager? So what I'm saying is, should the full control of a team be left with the manager who's applied for the job and let him appoint the people he can work with? You know, which way should it be done in your opinion? Well, look, at, at, at the end of the day, look, at the, 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 is the manager probably is interviewed, like John Cam be, be interviewed, just say if I was interviewed for the job, they'd be asking me who's with me as well, you know, so i got to give them my, my list of selectors, i got to give them the, you know, it, it, it's a little bit difficult, obviously, you know, you, you, you can get your, your coach and your strength and condition and stuff like that, so look, at if a guy's going for a job, he needs to have his, have his P's and Q's in order, what's that, John, John, obviously, you know, from last year, but, you know, it's the how would I say the top the top table the county board probably would have would have and should have asked the hard question where did it go wrong last year you know and can we get it right this year so John John is under you know he's he, he was involved in that ticket last year so John John is 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 taking it on he's brave you know there's no question about that you know he he wants to obviously put his own stamp on things but I thought would say personally and, and a lot of people thought that you know there would be a, a, a full a full clear out you know, fresh faces, fresh voices, you know, maybe the time for Claire Camogie was to maybe go outside as well, you know, not necessarily for manager, but to go outside and get a get a proven, a proven track winner. You know, it doesn't have to be a, a proven track winner of a manager, but maybe a, a proven track winner of a, of a head coach from another county that maybe has won all Ireland and stuff. Just, you know, come out, come out of the... Of, of, the, the, the paraffin, as I say, the, the hit up and, and say, look, at, we're going to go for, for the top dog now to bring Claire Camogie to another level. You saw what Cork done last year. They went, they went and got out, out and over. They brought Davy Fitzgerald in. You know, they got to the an All-Ireland final. They were very, very unlucky to lose it. You know, and mm-hmm. I guess if Davy had won that, it would have been a master stroke from Cork Camogie. You know, so that's the kind of stuff that Claire Camogie need to do. Look, at, we're not, we're not going to put, 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 put the whole thing down at the moment. We have to wait and see. But if we're talking like this again next year and Claire, you know, aren't moving in the right direction, like it comes down to the top table as well now, let's The top table are under a small bit of pressure to get this right. You know, we're chasing this junior Camogie as well there for a long, long time. And it's beyond me how we haven't won, won something with the, with the quality and the calibre of players that are out there. You know, and I'm, I'm, I'm involved with Camogie and Claire for, for a long time and continue to go to matches and watch a lot of stuff. Like, there are some fantastic players out there. And how we haven't got an All-Ireland junior Camogie out of it. Now, that's not to be in Nindal, but it would be lovely to win silverware and move up, and move up a step into in the ladder to the next grade. And that's what, that's what ultimately needs to be done. But it's just that we, we just seem to be stuck in, in, in a neutral gear at the moment. And, you no, know, we, we, we generally hope as, as Camogie fans that we can go to the next level. But it is very, very difficult. Everyone wants to go to the next level, and there's no one's there's no one lying still anymore. The Galways, the Kilkennys, and the Cox will drive it on another another notch again if they can, because they're competing against each other. And we know that fourth spot, like the Tipperary, Clare, Dublin, you know, Wexford, they all want to get to that next to to, to get into that maybe top four bracket. Yeah, and and Petsy, I suppose looking at um the way it is with 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 Clare, with Clare Camogie, and you know last year 
they had to double the penalty, two penalties together. Invariably, 17 players is what was used. The same 17 were used every day. You know, it's very hard when you're, you know, how are you going to drive on players if you have no one come to come in and pressurise you for your place? Where there was, for the junior team, there were so many pressurised, the team was different every day. Do you know what I mean? There was, is there a, a case for too many being in the comfort zone, Betsy? But that's exactly what I was just going to say there when you when you were mentioning about the about the same players being used and like it's 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 up to the, the so called the, the, the senior the senior players and player and obviously you know they, they're very very important you know but there has to be accountability to them as well you know it's, it's absolutely crucial that the senior players drive the whole lot on and when other players like you'd say the maybe the the, the sixteen to the twenty four bracket would say the this number sixteen to twenty four who are in the subs probably to see the senior players driving it on and to have the management to have accountability over them you know and I'm sure that's going on in every other county. You know, it has to be done because like the Kilkenny, the Galvez and the Corks, like they are, are driving it from, 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 from on. You know, and if, if there's no accountability for, for the so-called, you know, we'd say the, the day in and day out stackers for Clare Kabogi, we all know there's probably eight or nine of them probably there. The other six or seven, there, there has to be pressure for places. You know, and that's what ultimately br- brings a, a healthy panel to the whole thing. You know, and and like you said earlier, there was 17 or 18, probably maybe 19, you know, used. Maybe that's why the schedule had got to them against Wexford, maybe the, the, against Dublin, you know, against Watford. The same players been used. You know, there has to be a little bit more freedom uh, uh, for, for girls to, to come in and out. And, and that's how you test them. Like, there is a great chance in Camogie at the moment. It's not like in my day we had three games, you know, over and out. Like, you have five or six games now in Camogie there in the, in the, to, to, to get out of a group, you know, and there's a brilliant chance for Clare to, to get out of a group every year. Okay, you could be very lucky and draw maybe a Kilkenny or Cork, but there is a, still a chance to, to come, out of, come out of a group with, uh, you know, <clears throat> Dublin, Wexford and, and Waterford where we got last year. It was brilliant. Like, the draw was a dream draw. Three home games at the end, and we could not win any of them. You know, and, you know, that was disappointing. And again, the accountability, it was just excuse after an excuse. And I'm not being hard on anything, but it, the time for excuses have to go now. You know, players, players don't want excuses. They want accountability, you know, and, and, and management have to, you know, to, to, to say that it just wasn't that good enough on the day and we need to improve. And it's like me, Leo, when I, when I lose, it's not the players all the time. It's down to me as well. You know, that's what has to be done. You know, the management have to take, take accountability of it. And if that doesn't happen, you know, we'll be stuck in a rut in Clare Camogie for a long time. But the key is, whatever happens in the in the off-season, I'm sure there's, there's, there's people, you know, been, been, the phone calls have been made and, you know, pre-season training will be starting. Like, let's hope all the best players are there because if not, there's something seriously wrong somewhere. And, you know, if, if we hear players are not going back to the panel or don't want to go back to the panel, it's disappointing for John, it's disappointing for the whole of Clare, Clare, Clare Camogie as well. You know, and, it's 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 difficult then when you're not playing off your off your full deck because I don't know if that's happening in the Galways and the Corks and the Tipperaries of this world. I'm sure everyone wants to wants to be wants to be of the jersey. When I was there, Leo, and going back a long time now, like we 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 you know we we didn't have that. We love the county jersey as much. We we had a core of it, but now it seems to be everyone loves the county. You know, everyone wants to put on the county jersey. But unfortunately, for in Clare at the moment, still we just still, still have maybe that six to ten baby great players that we need to get on the field that we're just not tapping up at the moment, you know, or, or not getting on the field for, for one reason or the other, you know, and that's hopefully there's something that John can crack this year. Yeah, and I suppose, you know, it, it is pressure on John Cammy, you know, and as you said, he's a brave man, brave man to take it on, but, you know, he has brought in Jamie Fitzgibbon into strength and condition, there's, I think there's Ryan Morris from uh, through Clannara is in as an extra, a new, a new vice, other than that, it's as we were. 
Yeah, uh, and and you know from what, again, just from what we know. Yeah, exactly. We we, we like, I didn't see anything in print to say who who was actually there or anything like that. The uh, um, patch, you know. So look, we we hear that's that's probably your, your names were probably correct earlier. What you, what you said, you know. So look at as I say. I, I expected a, a whole new clear out. I, I I really did. I thought that John would say, "Look, it's time for me you now to, to to maybe to bring in, you know, a whole new faces." I mean, I'd love another crack at Clare There's no question about that. I feel I have I have something to offer to offer Clare But again, I I've I've never get a phone call. You know, I mean, I'm involved in the game a long time. Um, if a phone call came into me, would you get involved with Clare Of course, I'd listen to it. You know, I mean, that's that's it's it's all it's all about. You know, when you get stuck into the nitty gritty of it, Pat and Leo, you know, your 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 county then is 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 really your your number one. When I when I'm involved with a club team, my club team is number one, of course. You know, but again, if I got a phone call, and I'm sure there's a lot of great people out there that that that, that deserve a phone call in Clare Camogie and probably haven't got it. You know, and for for one reason or another, I'm not sure. But again, when you go back to the same. You know, um, there is a little bit of pressure on to do something different, to come up with new ideas, new opinions. You know, so again, like I said to you at the start, lads, this is probably the biggest year now for Clare Camogie in a long, long time. And it's there's a little bit of extra pressure on now uh, uh, from, from being in a relegation match last year. I mean, what I, what I heard last year, and again, I, I'm not picking out on it, but I just heard we were unbeaten against Tip last year. You know, unbeaten against Tip, beat him in Munster, draw in the championship. Tip never come out of the group either. You know, that that's not a great thing to be unbeaten against Tipperary. You know, Tipperary, you know, if we're unbeaten against Cork, I'd say something. But unbeaten against Tipperary, we kept hearing that. We kept hearing we lost an epic, you know, in a, in a Munster final. It's not the being an end-all in Munster final. The being an end-all is getting to the nitty-gritty, getting to the semi-final of the All-Ireland, and then see where you're at. That is the ultimate, you know, and, and, then, and, and then getting to an All-Ireland final. Because someone has to start somewhere. You know, and I'm sure, you know, Galway over the years struggled to get there. You know, Kilkenny for a few years, you know, in their barren years struggled to get there. But eventually they got there. And now they're they're, they're getting there every year. So Clare have to start doing that now. There's good enough people around. There's good enough players around. I saw that myself uh, on Sunday going down watching Scala for Gunlaw. Fantastic club team. You know, they're, they're there for the last couple of years winning, winning the Munster final, winning their county. You know, I've watched the, the senior games, uh, you know, as much as I can. There is some brilliant players out there, but they have to be managed and have to be managed properly this year. Yeah, and I suppose look at we, it, it's going to be a debate for another day. We we will rest and see what 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 occurs over the winter and who gets the call and who don't get the call or who takes the call and doesn't take the call. And I suppose that's that's the nature of sport. And you know, look, once everything works out best for Claire Camogie, that's what's most in, in important. Patsy, there's also the small matter this weekend of the Under-21 Hurling Championship and we'll give a quick run through what, what your predictions are in the A and uh, B quarterfinals. Starting off again with Scarafa Gunlow against Clooney Quinn. You know, Clooney Quinn coming in the back of a minor. Good run in the senior. Scarafa Gunlow, one of the favourites for the Under-21. This is a, a, a game that could go either way, Patsy. Yeah, look, it, 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 it's something I saw. I like it that... Um you know, two favourites going going head to head, which is which is obviously going to be a humdinger. Um, uh, you know, you you have to lean towards Galway for going on on that. I think maybe Clooney could be still on the on the, on 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 the young side. Was Galway for going seem to have a good blend? Um, and uh, you know, look at the says forwards and you know these 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 type of conditions. Um, it goes well for 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 going So look at I I be leaning towards Galway for going on that one. Let's. Did you have the minor champion from three years ago, Clandera, who got defeated in the first round in a Titanic battle again, Ina Kilmore, and we all the way it takes the time. They're coming up against uh, Clare Castle. Um, 
which is a repeat actually of, of the minor final three years ago. Um, Clannara probably favours to win this one, Petsy. Yeah, Tricasa came out of a, uh, you, you said about Clannara coming out of a Titanic one. Tricasa came out of a Titanic one last weekend down against, uh, against Christine Tubble. Was, yeah. uh, uh, it was supposed to be an, an epic, went all the way to penalties. Um, so Tricasa have a great game under their belt now. This, this, this is the makings of a cracking match. Uh, yeah, like we said, they repeated the, the 2018 minor final. Um, yeah, I I I give us a slight vote for Clannara on that one, lads. But um, you know, Tracasta getting that win last last week and put up a big score as well. Um, you know, they'll be they'll they'll be buoyed by that. But uh, yeah, I give a hesitant vote to Clannara on that one. And in your own St. Joseph's, uh, Patsy, you know St. Joseph's gone very well in the intermediate and we wish him the very best uh, look in that Munster uh, intermediate semi-final the weekend against uh, Mona Lean. Taking on Aina Kilnamona and I suppose St. Joseph's maybe slight favourites here, Patsy, do you think? Yeah, things are moving well in Joseph's. Uh, I suppose it'll all depend on, on the result, um, you know, against Mona Lean to see can, can the momentum be, be, be kept up. Um, obviously we're hoping we're hoping here that we can we can we can get it done today against uh, against Moraline. Um, you know things are moving well in the club, and uh, you know if they get a result today, I'd have I'd have I'd have no hesitancy to say look at they can get the job done against Aina Kilmore. Look at Aina have have you know have a, have a great you know underage structure and uh, obviously filtering filtering up along for the last few years. So look at like you said uh, last uh, last uh, last last epic there uh, early on in the in the, in the championship. So look at the championship is is, is has produced some. Great Great games at the moment. Joseph's have got over the line now, and um, you know they're waiting in the wings for for the last few weeks. So look at as I say, I give I give I give the nod to my own there and hope. But um, I suppose if we win against Moynihan, it'll probably give me a little bit more confidence. Sorry. Then the final game of the quarterfinals, Patsy Corfin Ren against the Bridge, and Corfin Ren, I suppose the, the the one of the teams that had made great strides around the race that had amalgamation really working well up there under the tutorship of Joe Cal, and that they're probably favourites for this one, Patsy. They are, they are. I heard uh, no, I haven't been up there now for, for a few weeks now. Obviously, with the season is over with the with the Camogies, but uh, I hear they're moving well up there. And um, you know, the few players have you know have have, have, have taken their form from the head from the intermediate. You know, and they're very lucky to lose out to Joseph's obviously in the intermediate semi final going all the way takes some time. But a few of the players that are that are under twenty one have, have brought in a good performance into that championship. And obviously, with the sprinkling of of, of Rowan as well, obviously is is helping them out big time. Um, Joseph had beaten the bridge, obviously in the first in the first round. Um, so look, I, I I would I would give the the vote to Corfin Rowan in that one. Let's. Then the under twenty one B quarterfinals in Brawford and Bellier. Brawford got over the the challenge of World Tones in the first round. Bellier were defeated by Tulla. Came back in, won their game last week. Brawford Bellier. This is a you know another one that could go either way, Petsy. Oh yeah, this is this is the classic fifty fifty game in my view. Yeah, yeah. Look at again, again. What what do Bally have? I suppose look at coming out from the trickling down from the senior from the senior side of it. Um, you know, there's bound to be a few a few players there that 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 have put their hands up and you know riding the crest of the, of the Bally wave, obviously uh, winning the county county senior championship. So look at I give I give I give a hesitant vote to Bally down. And of course, we wish Bellier also the very best in their semi final against St. Finbars in the Munster Club semi final this weekend. Also, Petsy, before we let you go on that one, Bellier, are they good enough to beat the Bears? Oh, they are, and I think the home the home venue could could swing it from. Um, it's 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 an intriguing one because they have they've had a nice break now since the since the county final. I think both teams have actually a decent break. So it all depends on 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 how they've prepared, you know, um, how the train has gone, you know, and. Um, I think Bellier, how would I say, I think we're all been in agreement, can play a lot better than what they did in the, in the county final. And yet, 
and and they've come out with the trophy, you know, which is which is a, which is a testament to, to them. Um, so I think I think they'll play a little bit better than what they did in the county final. I think I think you'll see the best of Tony Kelly as well on, on view on Sunday, and um, maybe a few more like like say Gary Brennan, a few more who probably didn't play their very best in the county final against Arog. I think you'll see a little bit better out of them as well. And I think I think definitely Bellier can take a take a step into the into the Munster final. But uh, I suppose the game of the weekend, I suppose if we're just talking about the Holland, is it there's a cracker going on in the Gaelic of Crowns on Sunday as well uh, between the Belly Gunner and the Pierce. That, that's oh. that's that looks like it's going to be of some standard there. And I think uh, even our own few few people in Clare probably would slip into that uh, if they get a chance to to go down and watch that because that's going to be one of the games of the year. All right, you've na- you've mentioned that game, Petsy. We no, no call it, Petsy. <laughs> I call Belly Gunner. I, 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 there's something about that Belly Gunner team. I think that 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 all Ireland final lifted all boats there down there last year. And uh, I, 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 how would I say? I wouldn't say the Pierce has got haven't got tested in Limerick, but I think maybe the Belly Gunner game that they, they you know, they, they threw off the shackles there in the last the last round against Tipperary champions and had a good tune up for this. And I still fancy him to go into the Lions then there in the Gaelic grounds and win that on Sunday. Yeah, we get back to the well, we and. We look forward to those games as well as the weekend. We turn now to Fecal Kilnina and Woltones and uh, you know, maybe Fecal Kilnina haven't shown their best form. They defeated but Ike. Woltones lost to Broford, they defeated but Ike and again but Ike uh, on their own should probably have beaten they should probably beat maybe beaten Fecal Kilnina the first day as Pat you alluded to it another yeah. time. Call this one, Patsy, Fecal Kilnina Woltones. Yeah, I again I haven't seen this but I heard Fecal Kilnina uh, you know, um have some have some fine players come on the on the way up there, and you know a little bit of county experience as well, obviously there as well. So look at uh, I'll give I'll give a vote to Fiji Kilinana and that I think um you know I I think Kilinana you know the, the Kilinana side have obviously got a great boost I suppose uh, staying in intermediate ranks. I think maybe that has continued on into the into the into the into this into the into the into the inter, under twenty one uh, level. Obviously Fiji you know getting to the senior B final um, you know that that it, it doesn't it doesn't it doesn't it doesn't hurt anyone to be to be involved in all of these games late in the year and kind of trickle on into the into the into the, in, into the underage, so I give a, I give a, I give a, I vote to Fiki Kinnane on that one. Then you have the Kinmeli and Crochine. This could be a, a good battle. Uh, Crochine, you know, un- were unlucky with Tubber losing out to Clare Castle. Kinmeli find himself down in the B Championship. Can you call this one, Petsy? Uh, again, don't know much about uh, about about these teams, lads. Um, look at Kinmeli, Crochine. It's it's it's. Again, it's a classic toss-up. Um, look at Crochine; probably would have had a, would have had a few on the on the on the uh, Crochine tubber, obviously. Uh, so look, no, I'll give a vote to Crochine in that one. Not knowing what Kilmeley have no lads uh, on on that, but look at as I say, I'm just going on the experience of, of maybe Crochine being involved in the in the A Championship. And then we turned in with Eirog and Smith O'Brien to the playoff. We'll be playing uh, uh, Tulla and uh, Eirog and Smith O'Brien. That could go either way as well. Tulla defeated yeah. Bellier in round one. Who do you see expecting to come out in the, in, in this uh, triumph? Yeah, that's that's a that's a that's a that's a tricky one. Like, these are these are all very good games. That's in fairness to the twenty one the twenty one championship. It's like it's no it's no longer a kind of a, a foregone conclusion who's going to win these games, which which is great. You should see some very close close contests. Um, look, I give a vote to Rogue. Maybe again, you're you're kind of I'm going on the back of maybe a club bit on the crest of a wave maybe and, and, and maybe maybe a few of the senior management been involved with the, with the Rogue under twenty ones might just get them over the line. Yeah, indeed, Betsy. We've kept you uh, more than uh, longer than we intended to. <laughs> Thanks for your input on the Munster Club final, the Clare Camogie scene, and on the local championship, and of course the Munster Club championship. And Patsy, as always, it's good to talk to you. And thanks for taking the time to talk to us here on Scarif Bay Community Radio. Anytime, lads. Anytime. Talk Always, Patsy. Thank you. And once again, thanks to Patsy Fahidia for taking the time to talk to us on GA and Camogie. Now we move from the GA to rugby. 
and it's really the rugby season uh, at the moment and with Ireland uh, going very very well but here locally here in East Clare as uh, Scarif Bellinay Kildu going, going very well in, in, in their junior competitions and we're delighted to be joined here in studio by a member of our uh, Scarif Bay Community Radio team a man who made his debut as commentator uh, last year with many more days uh, days to come well, yes. it's the one and only Garod Devaney Garod you're welcome thanks lads Garod we're not going to ask you about commentating right now here in this stage but <laughs> look at um, your senior team or junior team whatever you want to call yeah. it your first team Going having a very good year, Garod. Yeah, so far so good. Like, you know, numbers are good. We've had, we got in a bit of quality there at the earlier part of the year and we seem to be in a good place. Numbers are the key to, you know, we seem to have plus 20 every night at training, like, which is, that's the actual secret. Like, it is um, very easy to run plays when there's no one running against you. Like, but when, <clears throat> when there's someone coming down your throat, like, that's when, that's when it becomes good. Yeah, and I suppose, look, at this hasn't happened overnight, you know, you, you know you've had your burn period, but, you know, things are going the right direction, the youth academy is going well up there, you've the indoor place up there, you know, the rugby club is a high of activity and it's reflecting on the performances on the pitch. It is, you know, and I suppose the single biggest factor is the fact that we kind of broadened our search a little bit and it's important that we're, we're known as a kind of a region rugby, not just a town, and, you know, to have lads coming from Kilo Bellinas side, you know, it kind of strengthens our feel and gives us more of a vibe that you'd see in town where you have seven or eight maybe hurling clubs feeding into feeding into the one club and even lads coming from college and golf and things like that. And, you know, it's just good and it's great that the lads want to play a bit of rugby and there's 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 a good buy-in around the place and there's a good vibe, you know, which is <coughs> most important. And we've always, you know, we're getting good support from the committee as well and thing, things are things are going the right way. And then junior one, uh, girl, it's a high level, you know, it is a high standard of rugby to be playing. It is, it is, and like, to be fair, during COVID times there, we got pushed up a division as well, which, you know, probably didn't really suit us at the time, but it was a case of having to learn fast and kind of get stuck in and, you know, we did get a couple of beatings maybe there towards the back end of last year, but I think it, we kind of we kind of strengthened from it and... We kind of realised maybe the step that we were taking and the next step mightn't be as big as we were thinking. And, you know, it kind of got lads thinking that if you can get a few lads involved around you and grow the support and keep the positivity going around the place, you know, it's in, it's, it's in our own hands, really. Grow, just a, a general question there. I've seen you once or twice there in recent times and uh, very impressed, obviously, uh, which which your performance. But what I'd like to know is, we'll say you mentioned there about hurling clubs and drawing in less from different places. What's it like... The hits are hard now at all levels of rugby, but junior one is it is a high standard. So, for lads who don't get a chance maybe to train as much as they as they as you as they want, what's the issue in terms of these hits and injuries? Are fellas able to protect themselves and take these hits, and you know, have they enough done in order to handle that that that, that sort of intense pressure in, that is in the matches now at that level? Yeah, the wood in the wooden pad answer like a lot of the time we'd spend a good part of the early season, particularly when the hurlers come back. It is a totally different level of fitness, like, you know, to speed and agile, like, for the hurling world and mm. just kind of as fast as possible. Whereas in rugby, we're, we're going that way, but at the same time, you have to, the actual physicality in rugby has gone to a completely different level. The roof, yeah. You know, and the laws of the game, I suppose, in fairness, have helped as well that, you know, there's that the high tackle has become a, a complete no-no. No, that, no. That, has, that has kind of made the game, you know, a, a bit safer and the referees are very hot on it and... It's an area that we all take very seriously now, but the, the physical hits, though, you know, it doesn't matter, you know, if you're chopping the lead, though, at his ankles, like, you take the physicality out of it. 
you know, and yeah, like that's yeah. what we're teaching and we're trying to get lads to, to buy into that. But so technique. It is, it's yeah, the most right. important part of it. You know, yeah. if you stand up in front of a fella and he's, he has seven rays done, you're sure you're at nothing like. You know, whereas if you if you take him at below the knees, like sure, they're all equal. You know, they are. But that's only a learning experience for the players. But it's a learning experience for the coaches as well. Well, it is the biggest learning experience I think I have had over the last couple of years is to shut my mouth a bit, uh, which is very difficult. As a lot of people know. But uh, well, you said it. Yeah, I did. <laughs> I said it for you. This. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, it's become it's become very important that you know it it has to start from us and. I'm working there with Eric. Eric Eric Mack was up with you there a few weeks ago, and he's right, he's he's involved with us, and he he's been great for that um, part of the game because it was a part of the game that Scarif had um, haven't mastered ever, and I think maybe the last few results maybe would would have something to do with the fact that we're kind of keeping it a bit cooler than than we might have. But isn't the, isn't the measure of how far you know Scarif? I nearly said Scarif Gunnar, but how Scarif Belenekilu have come? Yeah, you know that. You have a, a man with this expertise in your backroom team, you know, yeah. and you'd often say, what role is he like, you know? Yeah. But I tell you, there is a role, plenty of room for a role of that man's ability yeah. and, and know-how in the game. It, it's actually massively like, because you know yourself, you know, if you get a, a good shunt or a good tackle and you're put down on the ground, like, like your your automatic reaction is to get up and start it, you know, and that, w- that would be in the old us. Like and you'd be looking for a number on someone's back and you you'll be the next ten minutes looking for him like you know <laughs> thankfully that has passed us out and we're more back to structure back to what we're doing and focus on the ball you know there was you know that's the way that's the way it's gone you know you have to you have to aspire to be better and that's that's what we're doing. Garo, t- turn about your, your league farm. You're, you're second in the league. You might give us a quick run through the the games that our teams you have you, you have come up against. Yeah, we started there against Galway Mitchellstown. They were coming down from Division One and. We, we we won the game on the pitch, but we lost it afterwards. The unfortunately, with a technicality, with a technicality, which ah, look, it left it left a sour taste in our mouth. But uh, as I will be reminding them later on in the year, we still won the match. But um, you know, and it is what it is. We we kind of moved on from it, but it kind of gave the lads a bit of momentum, and it was great because it kind of glued us together a bit as well. And training was very intense the next few weeks, and it it was good, like. You know, we felt that we were in a good place and we're not going to let that one game kind of define our season and we're going to keep going. You know, we have earmarked Sunday's competition as one that we thought we could win, you know, and for us at the start of the season to be making those kind of wild accusations was probably something that we've never done before because we would always be told, like, we're not good enough to win anything. But, you know, we're we're, we're fighting <coughs> hard and this was one that we picked out at the start of the season that, you know, this was going to be our cup this year and we're in the semi-final now, so we've only... Another hurdle to jump and run the final. And as for people that don't, don't know, it's the semi-final of the Martin Sullivan Cup in Scarif, Ben Kilo, Airplane, Castle Island from the county of Kerry in Scarif, uh, up in Cravens tomorrow. And all are welcome uh, to give the support, much needed support uh, to the team. And you're also guaranteed a good hour and a half entertainment and some good rugby to boot. For sure. And Martin Sullivan Cup, tell us who was the criteria Gerard to be in. It's basically... Uh, the Junior One Cup, so you have to be in the Division Two or Three to be in it. So um, we we were in it from your league farm, they would say the previous year, but um, you know, Scarif have never been in the Junior One final before, so it's 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 a massive day for us. You know, we felt very hard done by last year. Dolphin came up and pipped us here in a semi final. It was just one of one of those weekends where everything went wrong for us, and we kind of lost the man after five minutes. 
So, you know, we're trying to right her wrong again maybe now and it's it's just great to have the opportunity to turn around again this year and to maybe maybe put us that step further and you know, it's two thousand and eight since we threw something over our shoulder, so I think the time is getting nearly near where we're going to do it again. Yeah, indeed it is, you know, but still your season isn't defined by tomorrow, but it, it it's going to go a long way towards it though. Uh, it is, you know, it is because you know, <coughs> the league we're in is you know, to talk about winning that is probably, you know, it's probably a step to far for us now. But, you know, the cup is still there, staring us in the face, and there's a couple of more cups later on in the year as well that we'll hopefully we'll have somebody saying as well. But, you know, that's that's where we are, and we're we're really happy there. We're really focused, and, you know, everything everything rests on Sunday. But, you know, we just have to take it as, as another game as well. We're not going to make too much of it. You know, we have to go, we have, we have our process, like we have our set plays, and... We just have to treat the game as a game and, you know, there is a big prize at the end of it, but at the same time, it's just another match. Yeah, and indeed, you know, as you said, it's just another match, big match though, you know what I mean? But in terms, as you said, there is, there is the other cups and, you know, the, the, the usual cups that are, are, are still to be played for league form. You're saying, is it is it all your hands or is it just that maybe that step too far to think about winning it on this occasion? Yeah, um, <coughs> it probably is. Like it's look, I saw every, look. It's obviously in your hands all the time. That there's been a few games lately where you'd say, "Geez, how how did, how did that happen?" You know, but um, at the same time, you know, I don't think we're 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 not geared up for it yet. To be honest, you know, we, we have <coughs> we need we need another maybe year to you know if, to to consider going to the top division in June or one would be, you know, we're we're not ready to be fair, <coughs> but we're definitely ready to win a cup. And as you know, Gerard in rugby, rugby can be a br- it's a brutal game, and, and 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 results can be brutal as well. So if you're not prepared, and you know for what the, the challenges that are hit, you can be brought down to very very easily. Oh, you can look at you're as good as your last game really in rugby, and this farm like kind of goes out the window a little bit. You know, everyone kind of says that you know win your home games and pick up a few pints in the road, and you're you know that's a really good season, and, and that's true. You know, you know your home games, you have to win your home games. And uh, that's kind of where where we set out our style. And even if we were to do that, you're you're not going to win the league. But you know that's that's kind of where we are tomorrow. And Gerard, have you been able to turn Scarlet Rugby Pitch into kind of a fortress now, where people come and and almost don't expect to win? Uh, is that what you're aiming to do? Yeah. Or where have you gotten that process? Yeah. No, it's it's working. It's working well for us. To be fair, like we've our last two home games, we've won by a single point. You know, mm. on on both days, like, and that's. Pure grit and determination, and uh, you know, I'd love to say fantastic play, but we're getting there. But it's just, it's just that pure will to win and not to be beaten at home. You know, it's 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 a massive thing for us, and something we're kind of building. Looking at the game tomorrow, Castle Island, you know, they they make them tough down in Kerry. You know, it's going to be no easy easy passage. No, I remember, I remember going back a good few years. We played Castle Island and. It was a butch, a butcher, a black layer, and a black layer in the in the front row. So I'm not expecting anything different next week. Great tradition in that club. You know who played for that club was the great journalist Conwell had Con- yes. Oh yeah, yeah. 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 And, and wrote about it as well. And yeah. uh, also out the road from there was Moss Kane and Gallo and Coro. They probably right, stacked right. there as well for all I know. That's but right. um, another fa- no, another, another famous lock, Mick Galway. That's what, yeah, Galway, yeah. yeah, that's right, and, and, and I'm off, so yeah. I hope there's no family members playing as well. They're coming to Scarra to throw over there. There'll be some connection, connection somewhere. Look, would you, you're, you're the manager. You might mm. tell us a bit more about your, you've already mentioned uh, Eric in the psychology side, who else is with yeah, you? Yeah, Ger O'Mahony is with me as well, he's from Kildoo Bell and I think. 
and uh, Ashley then is on our medic team. We we, we keep it simple. There's, there's only the three of us uh, involved. The three stooges. Yeah, like I just three feel amigos. I feel sometimes like you can have lads running around the place, like and you know there's no decision made. But you know I think three three over any team, in my opinion, is enough for anyone. And you're proving it. Yeah, and results are, results are proven. We are the best looking in 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 the Martin Sullivan Cup, and I know the season is long long beyond tomorrow, but to be great to be looking towards uh, the big CC of Cork in a few weeks' time for yeah, a final. Like that's look, that's our that's what we all want. To, like everyone wants to play in the best. You want to be there on final day. It doesn't really matter what's at stake really or what the cup is or what it's for. But like to to be in a final, you know, and 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 to win. Like you know, I think this this team are. They're ready to win, like they've, you know, we've we've enough sub stories, we've enough sad days put down, you know. I think that that drive to, you know, that 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 fear of losing will probably be the reason that we'll win. Hopefully, this sums it. I tell you, Eric Mackin, psychology, just working on you, working on you. Get old. We're in the middle of the autumn series, and Ireland have two wins uh, back to back to back. Yeah. You know, the, the the first one, beating the world champions South Africa, a, a great victory where. It was a war of attrition for 20 minutes or 30 minutes and then they put on their, got their A game going and it was a matter of survival. Last weekend, very mixed bag against Fiji, mm. not coming out with too many positives out of it. Another big game against the Aussies this weekend, later on today actually, we should we should know more about the Irish team. Are we, are we going back to the same old stage? Are we showing our form? 12 months to win. Yeah, there's a lot of people saying that, but I, I generally don't, I, I don't actually believe that. I think Irish rugby is in an unbelievable place at the moment. Um, there, there's quality there, like, and we can see when lads are down injured. You know, there's other lads coming in, and yeah, in group, the A team will say they didn't look great. You know, but at the same time, any time one or two of them have to kind of step into the first squad, they don't let anyone down. Like they're just the the systems that they're doing, <coughs> the way they're the way they're approaching things like having 50 lads together you know in, in this setup knowing the 30 of them can't go to the World Cup next year or 20 of them won't be on the plan to the World Cup next year like like that has to board well like you know Grow the big question for me and for, for most Irish rugby followers and the more rugby followers is Johnny Sexton is still far and away or, or best number 10 if mm. anything happens to Johnny and it, let's say he has a few years on, 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 on in the boots and his legs mm. different things can happen uh, if he's not able to Play through the world to the World Cup next year. Who is our num- number one then? Yeah, for that, number ten. Yeah, that that's that's a really good question to be honest. And at the moment, I think it's it's too it's too soon to call it. Like Joey has got a good lot of chances. He's delivered in fairness on days. Injury when, prone though. When, yeah, he is. You know, you you Frawley then from the Leinster side of things that they, they really like him. And then now now Jack now, now we've Jack Crowley, like, mm-hmm. which to me he's more like Sexton in the way he plays the game and how he approaches the game. I think, you know, he's a really good joke and maybe it'll depend is on his it, muscle form. Is, is it too early for him? Oh yeah, definitely. Mm. But like, is it too late for Johnny is the next question. Yeah, yeah. It's a catch-22. Really. Jack not in the picture. I kind of regard him as yeah. decent, yeah, but not yeah. in the picture. Yeah, and he's not going to be like, you know, when no. you see Ross Bourne getting caught up, yeah. you know, this time yeah. again, you kind of say, Jack Stays. Probably that was his last chance to really, wasn't it? Uh, probably, you know, in fairness. Lots of happening next seven can, eight months but yeah. in fairness to Farrell you know a lot of people are sceptical about him coming in because he was a coach before mm-hmm. he, he took over the head coach job. he has done some job in fairness to him he has he, he has to be fair and in fairness I have to admit I wasn't his greatest fan at the start myself but like you know you have to give the man credit like that's what he's doing is 
top class like you know he has 30 40 guys there that I think mm-hmm. are well capable and there's another 10 that, that are kind of on the periphery you know and they, they look they look organized they look together they look this you know there's no leaky stories coming out about you know the press or anything like that like they're all in it together like 50 of them there knowing the 20 as I said like knowing the 20 of them aren't going to make it it must, it must create some competition at camp you know, when you have twenty lads there, at, yeah, you know, and obviously yeah. they'll know, they they know the bones of the travelling party anyway. You know, obviously if you're in yeah. the first twenty three or twenty four or, or, or for the test match, yeah. you're probably more than likely going to get in. Yeah. So there's six from whatever or seven from whatever after that, you know, for mm. to be under out of the, you know, it just creates some competition. Oh, it does, like, and it it it's a great place for it's a great place for our rugby, like, you know, they're just we have this opportunity now. You know, to to go. the draw hasn't been kind. Is the only no, thing like yeah. You know, and that's it's the only tough draw. Oh, draw. Like if they were to come up, if they were get to semi final in this, like, it's probably the you know as obviously is the best they've ever done. But like it would be a huge step, like. And Garo mm-hmm. more so than the other teams in the top, say four or five. Uh, we couldn't handle injuries to three or four of no. the vital players, whereas maybe the mm. likes of your New Zealand, South Africa's friends could possibly yeah. not be right. Yeah, that, that's even though we're better equipped now than we were. We are. Yeah. We're we're better than we ever ever were before, but at the same time, you know, take out three or four key players out of your spine. Well, then, Sexton, Forlong, yeah. maybe you know, Doris, maybe Yeah. You know, you're yeah. You're, you're like that. You know, you yeah, you have something to come in for them, but mm. then your bench becomes like to, to back along you take takes right. Just no Thanks for coming in to us. The no very best of luck in the, the Martin Sullivan uh, Cup tomorrow. We we look forward to a journey to Independent Park in a few weeks' time. Yes. And, you know, we're, we're going to hold you, we're going to hold you to that. But look, best look to you and all the lads uh, tomorrow. Great season going so far. A lot done, a lot more to do. Perfect. Thanks, 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 a Thanks a minute. Thanks a minute. And that concludes our Sports Science Show here today on Scarab Fake News Radio in association with our Credit Union on 88.3 and 92.7 FM and on the Junior app. Once again, thanks to co-presenter uh, Pat McNamara. Thanks to our guest, uh, Patsy Fahey. And of course, Coro Deveni. Thanks to you for tuning in to us and listening to us here on Sportsline here today. We hope you enjoyed the show. And we look forward to hearing you uh, very, very soon. So all that remains is for me, Leo Dial. Until we meet again, it's Benedict August